0: You're listening to the Cook and Bartender Podcast with hosts Adam and Tiny, talking everything you want to know about the hospitality industry. And now on with our show.
1: Hey, welcome to the Adam and Tiny Cook and Bartender Podcast. Yes. Another
0: episode. We're back. We're back again.
1: Whoa, what's happening, dude?
0: Hey, you know this is a this is a momentum momentum man uh, occasion for cooking the bartender because we have our first guest yes
1: where's that audience body of applause thing oh Is yeah it, yeah
0: Oh, I'm just kidding. Yep, yep. It was not one of those. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> yeah yes. long, long
1: show. We got a, we got three or four episodes on our belt. We got our first guest. Yep. Who, who's here?
0: We got Mister Randy. He's a food rep. We're going to talk about food wrapping and what makes good food rep bad food rep okay. We might yell at him. He might yell at us because we are horrible at ordering things. But <laughs> yeah, so, we, sometimes. We, yeah, we,
2: there, there's a few times that uh, yeah, that Tiny's not the most timely. Subject, that's okay. Hey, that's like my to, fault. Uh, we
1: like to make his life miserable
2: yes <laughs> so anyways welcome guests thank you yep, thank Randy, you thanks for joining
1: our show so let's talk a little bit about what goes in the back end side of being a rep you know where i do the ordering tiny does the ordering he does the cooking i do the drink bartending wait i've uh, seen you drink oh
0: yeah that's off job sorry
1: that was only on day's off oh, okay. once again our lawyers are
0: not present that's and hr hr is <laughs> not here
1: uh, yeah what's uh, I have good reps and I have bad reps I guess what we, is behind the scenes
2: yeah tell us a little history kind of thing okay but behind the scenes of a sales room it's it's interesting because most people think that we just punch orders in go to our car yep. go to the next location and then go home as most kitchens you know they work nights and weekends they think that we just play all night and we play all weekends which not always the case now I'll tell you I worked kitchens for 25 years. Lifestyle is a little bit different because I do have my Saturdays off, which is really nice to have. It gives me time to be with the families, yeah. as which I never had before, being that I'm in this in the restaurant business. Now, what we found out in the sales part is you're a seven day a week job. You might have Saturdays off, but it doesn't. There's not a Saturday that goes by that we don't get those phone calls. And usually, it's, uh, hey, by the way, we got our our order on a Friday, and we didn't get our fish on Saturday. There's really nothing I could do but except feel bad and then lose sleep. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to tell them. But what I'm finding out is there's good and bad with the sales. Good is you make great relationships with a lot of different people. Being that I this is the second company I've been with, I still have people to this day that I was a rep for another company for that we're still really close friends. And we talk weekly. There's other sales people that I talk weekly to that uh, I haven't seen in four years. They live in an out-of-state. So the friendship, the relationship base is, is what, drives, what drives us. Cool. I think that's kind of what happens in the restaurant business too. Um 100%. Yes. Yeah, we have customers or employees that we have long-lasting relationships with. It's no different. So, when it comes to that, where it's very similar in life. But that's about where the the similarities end. <laughs> <laughs> in sales, you know, it's the the stress levels come from. You have trucks coming to the distributing, their distribution center. all day long. So, let's say Phil, he orders his eggs today. Well, what he doesn't know those those eggs they disordered are not even in the warehouse yet. So somehow it's in California somewhere or Iowa or wherever this product's coming from, going to the, the distribution center, getting loaded, getting offloaded off the truck, putting it in his spot, getting loaded by some guy running around with a little forklift, putting on the truck, and then five hours later, he's getting his delivery. Yeah, he's got his eggs. So what's what's interesting is I'm surprised we don't have more mistakes in life. I mean, because we're, I deal with all day long is, hey, I didn't get my, I didn't get my one pack of gloves. I didn't get this. I, I'm so thankful to hear these here sometimes when they only got missed one item, not 10. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that is actually is really surprising how accurate right some of these companies are. Right. And it's, so, it's and amazing.
0: if people have never took a tour of a big warehouse with these people are running around crazy and honking horns, and I, I, it's amazing to see what that's the computer in their hand, meow, meow, they go beep 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 meow. You just digitally sent them some eggs. Yeah, yeah, this, right. It's
2: crazy. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you don't really talk to anyone. I mean, I know uh, Tiny over here. He's putting his orders online most of the time, and it's just I go to, I, I'll check through that. Make sure he gets his stuff, and then it's just like magic. Magic driver shows up with his stuff. (laughs) Magic to the magic driver. Magic magic dragon, but the (laughs) The magic magic, driver. The magic driver.
0: Yeah, nowadays you don't even need a. Hate to say this, don't really need a salesman most of the time. The only people I talk to more than is my truck driver. I think I know the truck driver better than all Randy. Just kidding, that's a joke, but. It's like,
1: oh, it I know what's going on this like, week. Was it a bad mom joke? That was <laughs> a bad mom joke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what we're finding out in in even the sales field, I mean, I've only been doing this sales for about six years, okay. and it has morphed into something completely different than when I started. It used to be somewhere where it was all about order taking, making sure Phil gets his eggs. But again, it, Phil hit it right on, right on point. It's no longer a needed thing to have a salesman come in every day. So as I always told a crew I used to manage and then what I do to this day is what value are you showing your customer today? If you're not showing value to your customer, they're going to probably find a, another source like Amazon or, or another company to to buy from, not you. And that's actually a really good point because, I, you know, I, I work in
1: the States, we have six reps, you know, mm-hmm. like beer, liquor, we probably have 10 different companies we go through. Right. And there's ones that are good. There's ones that you could tell they just... They're just there for the money. They don't they care. Okay. punch on the buttons that's it right
2: you know so what i try to focus on is what did, what did i miss or what did i want from a sales rep when I was in the kitchens.
1: There you go. I like that.
2: And and that that was that was the biggest part is what did they do well? And what did they miss for me when when I put my orders in, or what ideas did they give me? And what I found out is the places I worked in the kitchen was all about we were from scratch kitchens. So the ideas from the salesman, I didn't get a whole bunch of those. Gotcha. Because they didn't know how to sample. They did not know how to give me ideas. And really, all I really wanted is for them to give me some ideas because, as we all know, in the, in the restaurant business, we get those mind lags. Yep. So we, need, we need that help. Yeah, you yeah. get stuck. You
0: get, you stuck. get stuck in a rut. The, Routine. The, you can only rehash something so many times and all of a sudden you're like, I got I, I, I. Right.
1: And that's what I see in a good rep. Like, I see what a good rep is someone who comes with some ideas. Right, like that stimulates my mind. So right. like it's great that you said that because I, I feel it from different reps that I have.
0: And also, a lot of times, if they're a good rep, they also have a pulse on the on what's going on in, in life. Good maybe their right. corporation has a pulse too, and they say, "Hey, you know, coming up the line here in a little bit, we're going to be doing avocado tequila poppers." I don't know wow. what, where, not, where the not, hell not did that good. come from uh, that was a bad mom joke from a long time ago <laughs>
2: you call someone's mom with avocado popper yep <laughs> but you know what's, what's funny about that is I, I was going to make one comment is everybody gets in ruts but everybody has their fallback and lately it seems like everybody all they want to do is I don't have an idea so let's put avocado on it and you're like well, right. hold on <laughs> not everything needs to be avocado nope <laughs> because it there's, yeah, it's not. You know. Very true, very
1: true. It's like the like as a bartender in my world, like everyone, let's just put this new seltzer out in your face. And you're like, <laughs>
0: oh, it's boring.
1: <laughs> Everybody doesn't need a seltzer right now. There's 7,000 of them. Everybody doesn't want to need an avocado on their pizza. Nope.
0: So now that you've been a rep for six years, is there anything that you go, that you strive to tell, like the cook or chef or manager that you're like, I wish my rep would have told me this when I was? Well, okay, I'm going to back up for one second.
2: Okay. One of the biggest things when when you go into a kitchen, or I, I like going to the front of the building more than I like going to the back of the building because everybody's expecting you to be able to sell them French fries. But it's the sugar packs and everything else that help the front of the house just as much as the back because we haven't ever focused as an industry on how to help the front of the house. But what I'm what I find is. You have multiple different types of customers. You have the ones that have their own ideas, and they have no intentions of ever listening to what you have to say. So in, in that case, in my world, they don't need to know my 25 years of experience because they already have their experience. But then you have the ones that they just need the ideas. And that's that's the fun part of when you walk into a kitchen and they say, hey, can you do a demo on... on um, Five different things that thinking about in my mind. You're you bring col- something to their table, right? Yeah. And you collaborate, and then you can expand from some past knowledge, future knowledge, mm-hmm. and you can you can move on from there.
0: Yeah, you showed me the pictures of that pizza you did last week. I was going to do two pizzas, it ended up to be like 13 to 15 pizzas, all different. I was like, it's a smorgasbord, and I wasn't invited. <laughs> Damn you!
2: Yeah, that's, and so what I do is I just, I a lot of the times I cook food that I like. Cool. I, I mean, we're we're in this industry. Yep. We're in this in our communities. Yep. We we see. I, I'm in. I'm privileged enough that I've walked in hundreds of kitchens from all over the tri-states, five-states areas almost, Yeah, that I can see what's good and bad in, in a lot of different places. I right know some people are just spot on some people are missing so you try to help the ones that are missing you have to take the help and you want to help your businesses
1: right you know I see in yeah. you I know you from coming to my establishment that I work at you know and I yeah. just like yeah, I could I could feel that energy of like you do actually want to help right
0: yeah, yeah because if they help you get bigger and stronger they're going to get bigger and stronger yeah you know? right you bring if the I ideas you, yeah. you bring
1: the personality you just bring that
2: like level of
0: care I would call it yeah right they don't tell bad mom jokes they don't it's
2: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> good <laughs> so uh, people again, get in ruts. So those ruts end up to be the same thing. I mean, everywhere you go, it's just like, oh, we have this. Oh, we have this. I mean, how many places do you know in in the states around us, in, in our state, that are doing the best burger, the best pizza, the best chicken tender, the best wings? I
0: think that's the easiest thing to put on your menu is put the best.
2: Right. But how how do you make it so you're not only the best, but you're you're to the point of people, you're driving people to come see you.
1: For that product or that
2: energy, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Yet.
1: They're coming there for a reason. Right. Nope, tally beef sandwiches.
2: That's
0: what people think about that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't well, think I've ever had an Italian beef. Did, did I, you, Have you had an Italian I beef? I might
0: have had one or two. That's not <laughs> it. One, he had one once. Once,
2: once, yeah. It yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. was pretty darn good. I might go back in someday.
2: I burnt it for him, though. I made it extra, <laughs> extra special. Yeah. I, 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 no cheese. No, I, I think that's why one reason we go see Adam, isn't it? For the, so.
0: the Italian beef. Italian, Italian beef sandwiches, man. He besides he his yeah. clown uh, act he puts on for
2: us. And the socks. Oh, And, and, the, yeah, sox, and, the, and the socks, that's true. Yeah,
0: well, so thanks for dropping the socks. Yeah, all
1: right, all right. I like yeah. we haven't mentioned those in any podcast yet the socks hey oh, man oh, we're, we're all about, about new stuff here. we're all yeah. about
2: fun stuff it's kind of like my uh, my cookie monster socks I have mine on yeah is, 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 do you have on right now oh yeah oh, oh yeah. yeah look cookie at monster that monster. oh yeah i he, like that that's why he's our first guest that's right Because yeah.
1: he's
0: rocking it yep okay, so. wear the socks
1: cool yeah no but like you come in and, and, and i see like as we, we talk about reps a lot and like you know you're not you don't even actually sell us anything right no. now but you talk to me like i'm a human right you talk to me like i'm a person that's of importance you know like i do orders we have a restaurant like it's cool <laughs> and i i feel that connection i like it and i have a you know not gonna name drop anyone but i have some reps that i i've been here five years i don't even know who they are <laughs> i don't never i've seen never them. seen them and then the ones but then i have ones that make an effort to drive 50 miles to come see me going into every season and get who gets most of the cooler space? Right, them. They do. Know? So it is. It is. It is a weird relationship. You know, like I don't. Everything's digitalized now. I don't really actually need a rep, but I appreciate that fucking like that feeling.
0: Move your mic up a little bit. Slit down. Yeah. Right. No. Just. Yeah, right there. Okay. You're gonna edit that, so I don't know. Probably not. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably not. Yeah. I want to make you look bad for one part of the movement. Well, it's so, all your fault. So, so. This
1: episode sucks. Thanks, Rainy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there goes our ratings. Yeah, there goes the ratings.
1: <laughs> thumbs down. Our first thumbs down. <laughs> but yeah, no, like that's cool. Like I like that about you as a person, and I don't even deal with your business yet. Right. You know, maybe down the road we will. But uh, the digital world and that connection. Right, it's still real, still well, real.
2: A few things in sales you have to remember going in. This is where my first sales job—it was kind of thrown in. I used what I had in in the kitchen. Again, what what did I I like about a sales rep? What I didn't like about a sales rep, and created a version of what I thought would be the best. And what that was is building relationships. Because if you don't build relationships, it sounds like a little quirky, but you you never become a habit. So yep. if you become a habit. To your customer, then you're the first person they they ask for when it comes to any products. You could have three different food distributors in there, yeah, but they're going to come to you when they need a new idea. After a while, those new ideas became menu items. Those menu items became permanent, and the other people are gone, and you're the one standing, yep, um, because of the relationship and becoming the habit. Now, but going into the sales, sales—it sounds weird, but sales and cases were the last thing in my mind. Sales and cases don't drive me. It's the relationships that drive. So if a salesperson has that mindset, I'm just going in there to create new friendships, then you you never lose. So yeah. I hear yeah. all, I hear all the time that a salesman left, and they'll say, "Well, we haven't talked to that guy for years." But why is that? Because the the relationship wasn't tight enough, wasn't true.
1: And, that, and that's a cool perspective that you say from the rep side of it, like that connection, that thing is real. Like it's right. so real.
0: Yep, I've dumped reps before, even though they were the company was all right. Every company has their their thing. Right. You you not not every every company is about the same. It's, the prices might be a little up and down, but I always say I like the rep that has the best pillow talk right <laughs> you yeah. know and that sounds weird but if, if your rep calls you up and say hey you ready to order yet uh, I, I'm gonna like uh, uh uh, no but if the rep goes hey how you doing what's your day you know what's going on how was the weekend how was the weekend you know right. little pillow talk you know little, then yeah hit yeah. me with it you want to buy the
2: car
1: you know, you know? <laughs> yeah, be yeah like, cool, cool. Right. 12 cases of
2: avocados yeah <laughs> you know I, I did walk out the first time you told me that by the way what the pillow talk <laughs> thing what? I was like pillow talk yeah, say yeah uh, I'll see you next week I was a little weirded out on that one well you know. <laughs> well, that's what I call it. It's, it's
0: pillow okay. talk. The, the
1: world's weirdest podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's but yeah, no, but it is. It's that, it's that like, uh, like I said, it's that, we're not snuggling in bed together, but like, I right. want you to ask me about me once in a while, you right. know, as a person who does ordering and as a person who gives privilege to those companies that do it. Like, oh yeah, how was your week? Oh man, I got smoked this weekend. Like, cool. right. And I have this idea now versus a text, you know, are you ordering beer for me today? Like, <laughs> right. Well, I I don't want that. You know, like that's cool. Like that's your job. I have to order beer. That's all I got. I've been here five years.
2: Are you going to order from me this week? That's that's the worst line to ever start with. Do you need anything this week? Well, they don't need anything. Nobody needs anything from you.
1: No, oh, so yeah, see that's a good perspective. I yeah. like that.
0: I like it when they make me feel happy, and it's yeah. uh, maybe I'm greedy or something like that, but and, you know if you make me happy, I wanna give you more money right, right. That's kind of my <laughs> two way, two way street and yeah. i you know I, I started back back all well, way back when as when I started working, the, the guy came in with a piece of pen and paper, wrote it all, and then he asked to use your phone, he called it in.
1: you know? This back in the 1800s. Yeah, right? back in the 1800s. Right. And yeah. Yeah, then 1800s. they got big, right.
0: thick computers, and you had to have a landline. And,
2: but now it's really easy. You, you know, had to fight to through dysentery
1: and all yeah. that stuff back in the Oregon <laughs> Trail. But that-
2: so, oh, you yeah. yeah. still <laughs> smell bacon. i of kind of make it a point with, uh, with Phil. The first time I met Phil was he was at a, a very large purchasing restaurant. So... The salesman before me was all about, they buy a lot of shit. You got you, you to gotta show him some love. Right. It was all about how much can you sell him. So after a while, you know, after Phil's weird ways of ordering everything, <laughs> a nothing, has, person. nothing has nothing has <laughs> that's a the next episode. <laughs> yeah, we we don't we don't deal with numbers much when it comes to like order guides. You know, everybody's like, well, you shouldn't order guides. All the all the, no, the efficient I, people.
0: I want a case of salty snacks.
2: Yeah, that's potato chips.
0: Because <laughs> that's what it says on this box. It says salty snacks. <laughs>
2: Doesn't say potato chips. So there's there's a there's a the few names of stuff that we just we won't repeat. On, yes. online probably but but anyway so that's what we, you gotta you, i had to get to know phil i mean what do we spend we spent about 15 minutes doing an order Uh and
0: usually it was half an hour
2: yeah we you well,
0: got it done in two minutes yeah
2: we're right it's but we spent about maybe 10-15 minutes on a big summer yep. order yeah and but i was there an hour yep and we talked about house building or families or whatever i, I mean food we the, made for other people and all. The, or, I don't know. It was the over. amount of ice cream one place, person bought. Was humanly connected. Right. Yeah. But what happened is, in time, even after he moved on and I moved on, we still connected. So when when it got to the point of, we talked one day and he goes, I really hate my job. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it up here. He was way out in the in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And he goes, I, I need I need to do something different. I said, you know, there's a restaurant I wanna buy, but I'm too busy. I can't I can't do this restaurant You should take a look at it So you came down Spent the weekend at our house
0: No I told you The first time I told you That fuck off Well yeah Because you, you all did. said You all told me I was too old And too grumpy to work for anybody <laughs> I said like, fuck well, you Hey I'm trying to be nice
2: On this whole damn thing
0: uh, We've cut out two swear words So we're good <laughs> We're good We got like, that cleared <laughs> yeah.
2: up This is
1: the edited edition there. can sense, edit That's, yeah. uh, that's right. funny
2: But yeah he, uh, So you
1: introduced him To this diner I did Okay so okay.
2: he, he, yeah, stayed at our house. We had a at a a good weekend. He and I think you called and put an offer on. Like the, yeah, we, the, we, we like came, two days. Yeah,
0: I came down here and looked at it. We talked about it. I did some numbers in my head and talked to you know whatever. Drove around, looked around the around am like, Yeah, went back looked at it one more time and put an offer in. And he took it. Cool. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I know, you, I was I, driving I, home, I go,
1: what the hell did I do? Right. I remember when I first met you, Teddy, you came into the bar at Deerfoot, and you were like, I just bought the, what was it called, whatever, some uh, cafe. Yep. Anyways, uh, I was like, fuck, I was going to buy that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we got to yeah. know each other. I yeah. was like, I really was, yeah, that, that's cool. But you brought him into the community,
2: being a right. good rep. But it, it, again, it wasn't about the cases, because, right. I mean, if I'm about cases, yeah our our conversation now would be a little different. Yep. But it's not about cases. It's about hey Phil how you doing? Yep. You know what do you need?
0: It's kind of the same way that I've told my waitresses too. I'm like if you go out there and do your best job, don't think about the money or the tips. Mm-hmm. They'll follow you. The tips will will they, right. they will get the tips will follow you. You'll get your money. But if you go to work and think you're going to like oh he didn't order this or he's you know and not do if, it's, it's, the if same. it's if it's all dollar bills or cases.
1: Yeah, it, then right. the money's going to f- fall fall right
0: but if you just go in there and do your job and like i don't know how to describe it but,
1: human um, connection will pay human,
0: you yeah you human know. connection will pay, right. pay right. the
2: way well I then mean, that's what i as, as being in sales that's what i i decided to do relationships first and then figured everything would follow as as yeah. relationships build. Yeah. and it, it sure has i mean it truly has it's uh, I, i'm known as being successful I, I don't have to knock on many doors because usually I get phone calls before I get doors i i have to knock on doors uh, simply because you get to be known as the person that hey you're different, you want to help people, so why aren't you seeing us so that's that's a cool thing about yeah. that and so you, then all of a sudden now you can spread out and have more relationships with people and it just it just makes you it makes you feel like you did your job and that's cool to hear as someone who does like I
1: place orders and then magic the magic truck shows up and here it is you yes. know like to hear the rep side saying that like they like just as much as i put importance on their face being there and mm-hmm. checking in on me you know like to sit to, to hear it the other way around you know right. like you love the relationship part of it right more than the sales like that's cool you know that's i think it's a lot just in our whole business and industry and in general is right connecting to humans well hell um, would we yeah like
2: would any of us be in this business if it wasn't for relationships no no, no, because think of all the nasty, dirty kitchens we probably worked in, and the things that might have been said in the kitchens that maybe <laughs> the bad mom jokes, the bad, the, the bad, bad mom <laughs> jokes, <laughs> <laughs> or T-shirt's or it's coming soon. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. Or as a bartender, I've done that before in my life. Yeah, and sometimes you walk in and you get a group of people you really don't really want to be around that yeah. group of people, right. but you try to find the biggest positive out of it. Yes, and you finally usually one in that group. Is really fun, right? The rest might be assholes, but the the right. one is right, right. Fun.
1: The one, the ones, the, the brains of the operation, keeping
2: yeah. them in line. You know,
1: like it's cool. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. right. I feel that way with a rep too. You know, like the way you walk in, and you know, like I said, I'm not even doing business with you now, but like I can't wait to talk to you just because of the way you, right, come in. You know, like it's super cool.
2: It's all, it's all about giving people and strive to make everything different because I always try to find. I, it's kind of a funny joke. I always always tell my wife, I'm trying to create. More places for us to go because I don't want everybody everything to be the same, right? So I'm not going to sell everybody the same French fry, the same burger, the same this or that. Because I want to know that I'm going to go to one place one day and have the Italian beef. Yep. um But I also want to go somewhere else and have the pizza or prime rib or, or fish, fry. fish fry. You yeah. have your favorites everywhere you go, and I think I'm not any different than anyone else. I eat a lot of restaurants. That's one thing about a rep you gain a lot of weight because you never move. You just drive all day long. So you have to figure something else to do besides that. But anyway, the, uh, but what you find is you have your favorites and that's where you go to. So I don't want to go to the same place to have the same chicken tenders everywhere. That's just boring to me. Yep. Agreed. And
1: when you say something's your favorite, and this goes into like all of our industry, but what does favorite mean? That means it's there's a connection there. There's a right. connection. No, you yeah, know what well, I mean? Right. everybody can do a
2: hamburger. Everybody, well, your favorite burgers mean something. Why? Right. You know what I mean? So thinking of that, that's one, one of the my wife always says when we come to visit you. The burger is nothing special, but it's it's the the environment. It's who's behind the bar, which you, usually you are. So it's it's a smiley face. It's it's more of the atmosphere. Person that knows you. And right. Yeah. A little yeah, bit of show on the grill, or yeah, whatever it is, you know. Almost sounds like Cheers, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of. You it kind of you know, is.
1: I mean, even even here, I'm looking around and there's 500 ducks here. Like that's that to me, <laughs> that's that's warming to me. I come, I'm kind of like, yeah, hey, I want to eat breakfast here. You know, it's that thing. It's, it's that, not it, the I mean, grumpy
0: right. man behind the kitchen. Yeah, boy, <laughs> that, that guy, I don't like him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I love you. <laughs> I, uh, this weekend, I was kind of grumpy. I could have had something because I got overserved the night before, but whatever. I regress. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, and uh, our so I ran busy. out of food because I was busier than I thought I was going to be this weekend. So I ran out of one, one item. My witch was like, Really? And I'm like, Yeah. I said, I can't help it. Or out. She was really? I said, Yeah. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. And then I didn't. My sensors just My filter wasn't on And there was a lady at the bar And she started laughing She almost fell over Off her seat She was laughing sorry When she, and I said Yeah fuck them They can't take a
2: joke <laughs> And I'm like Oh crap This is why I'm a cook Not a Not underwear <laughs> In this world That's funny Although There has There has been some Professional Training for Going from Kitchens to Sales Because Yeah
0: whatever brought you Into sales anyways I mean how'd you go From kitchen to sales And like hey I want to be a salesperson
2: I thought I was getting Too old for the kitchen Huh. So I decided to I decided to uh, go in sales because why? It looked really easy. It looked easier, but it's not. Oh, man. You're still up on Friday night and Saturday yeah. night answering phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I always said, well, this is going to be the easiest job. Now I'm retired. I can almost retire now. And then I got in this job, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is not the... it's The stress levels are so different. I mean, it's-, it's nothing. I mean, kitchens are almost like a drug. Restaurants are almost like a drug. When you get hit hard... And you look over, and all you see is people. And the ticket, nobody will ever forget the sound of the printer. I've had nightmares. Oh, yeah. All the time. But at the same time, it is the,
1: kind of like the drug on adrenaline kicking Yeah, in. it's and, adrenaline. You know, and it's like, yeah.
2: let's go. Right. So
1: rep life's a little... I bet you don't get that. This mutt.
2: You know, I had a, a really wise man ask me one day, how are you going to get the adrenaline rush from being a sales rep from from going from kitchen to sales rep.
0: I guess I never thought about that one. Yeah. And that's crazy
2: because you know when again, when we get slammed, it's an adrenaline and, and if you're on the if you're on the top of your game, it's just it's magical. Things are smooth, your pockets are full. Well, not as a cook, you we look don't back, we, we, we talked don't about good money. this
1: earlier in the episodes like yeah. how the fuck do we do that? Right.
2: Nope. Like, Wow. Yeah. How do we get through it? Right. Uh, but that was the that was the biggest thing I had to learn is how do I get that adrenaline thing? And it, and I found out it's not the adrenaline rush I was missing. And again, it was the connection. Okay. It's it's how can I become a part of this business or their business? It turned out my after my second year, I ended up to be general manager of multiple different places, which was way too much. That was a huge adrenaline rush going from. Well, I won't tell the area, but I had to take a ferry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're not talking about human life. We're
2: talking metal, yeah, the engines. Oh yeah, metal with engines. that's. <laughs> So it was all about timing, and that was pretty sick, by the way. <laughs> we could put that on a shirt Just hilarious. kidding. But it was all about timing, and if you want to know an adrenaline rush, have know that you're 45 minutes to an hour from cutoff, and you haven't talked to four of your customers that are going to be most of your day. That is huge, and you always have one of them. That is the, the last five minutes of the day. So last five minutes of the day, and they are, and their computer crashes. You know it's going to be just hell. So now you're trying to not only put their order and try to get a hold of the office and say, hey, I got a late order going on. Can you help me here? So what I found out is it's the stress rush more than it is the physical rush. Gotcha, gotcha. Because, and then you get all done and you just, you're just shaking. And it reminded me of the kitchen. But it's the same sensation. How did I pull that off? How did you pull that off? And then just not as physical. Right. And then you get a call from the office It's like, what the hell did you do this week? Right on. That is the biggest week we have ever had in that area. Cool. So then it's like you know, it's like being in the kitchen at a restaurant where they say this is the biggest day we've ever had. Same thing. It's it's the same fulfillment. Right up, right on. And then we, we make a joke on on our side now that uh, customers customers bitch at us for missing a few items. But when you look at the whole scheme of things, we have we have an average as as a sales staff, the missing two items for every two thousand port yeah. cases. Wow! So perfection is not possible, but that's where you're you're held to is two cases out of two thousand. So that's a thousand. Every thousand cases, you might miss one case like, of gloves or a French fry.
1: Right, and that's no. And it's the, it's a similar concept to even like being in the kitchen or being a bar. Like right. For every two thousand drinks or two thousand burgers you make, you know you fucked up two of them. Right. And that pat yourself on the shoulder and like say, "How did I do that?" You know, cool. Right. Okay, that's this is an interesting perspective on yeah. like the life of a rep. Right? Yeah, you still get those same kicks that you got right. in the kitchen, but in a different way. Super sweet. Yeah.
2: But you know, it's, it was funny though, is when you when you drop the the two burgers, as they say in my business. How do you take care of them? See, that that's, this is what makes a difference. On really, that there's a tipping point between a good sales rep and a bad sales rep. The good sales rep always tries to figure out how to fix those two mistakes agreed the bad sales rep call you and say you're sorry sorry i can't help you sorry i can't help you we won't mess up again next week yeah we will we'll well can you can you wait till monday well no it's uh it's bricky weekend and i kind of needed that case of burgers prime rib whatever it is yeah
1: when you see a rep pull up to your establishment in his personal vehicle pop out a case of burgers out of his trunk and he lives an hour and a half away you know that's a good rep you know that's 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 going above and beyond
2: so, and then, then you figure it out, you not only cover your own mistakes, but there may be a warehouse mistake. You know, we talked about that magical truck. There are sometimes that a magical case is missing from that magical truck. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the customer that says, I mean, they, they, and they never call you at 9 o'clock in the morning when the truck shows up. It's always, as Phil and I, I've talked to Phil multiple times, it's always 2 o'clock. Yep. 2 o'clock, if, you're, if you make it past 2 o'clock, you're good. 2 o'clock is that magical number. You get that, to call it 2 o'clock. That says I didn't get this case, and you say it's the magic thing. Are you going to survive through it, or do I need to go run to get it now? <laughs> and they said I needed it yesterday. Yep. Now, this happened two times in a month, and that—that's a—that uh, was a six-hour round trip starting at two o'clock to make sure this customer had what they needed. You did it. So, but that's again. That's kind of the rush again It's was like How can I make this Impossible thing right. happen Yep First man
0: Randy He'd always call me Because he knew I was A little bit of a Food hoarder you food, hoarder. But it was a small town Yeah I mean Large volume Small town We couldn't get Anything right. So we always had he would call me up. Like, so uh, this restaurant Down the road Kind of screwed up Do you have any? How much do they want? And who is it? <laughs> yeah who is it? <laughs> how much do I want To give that No It never was that But we I'd be like Yeah I got plenty Sure have them come over Right. Or I'd bring it over to
2: them or whatever, vice versa. Yeah.
0: Right, I'd show up and I'd give it to him. And...
1: But you right. were the you were the middleman. Yeah, when you made that happen.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Every so often, you you got smart after a while and said, "Hey, call Phil." <laughs> <laughs> but if if they were close friends too, yeah. but for the most part, you know, you you have a good Friday night or a good Saturday when you know your customers are taken care of. Yeah. Um, it's. You lose sleep when you know that they're struggling just as much as you are. I had one customer after, I remember after the second year, honestly, I walked in their office, she gave me a hug. And I was like, well, that's kind of nice, you know? And she said, and she started crying. And I'm like, well, this is weird. And she said, I had the one of the best years I've ever had, and I wouldn't have done this without you. And I'm like, that's really cool. But she said, you understand the restaurant business—you understand what it's like not to have that case that's missing. That's what drove me to. I took lots of trips. I mean, I I, I drove a few vans, beat up vans, and, and refrigerated vans <laughs> yeah. to get people their their stuff. Really? Just so because I knew it was going to be July, and people can't live without this business is so short anyway. Yep, and the margins are so short. Yep, that you would really have to make sure that the customer has what they need so they can make that that money or they're not going to be here long yep.
0: the 100 days so. of making money seasonal right. work
2: yeah especially
1: in a community like us where it is mm.
2: you got yep. half your years right really slow I always thought it, I mean in sales now I, I look at it and say I wonder what it would be like to live in a city where your territory is like six blocks <laughs> <laughs> park car and walk everywhere
1: 400 restaurants though yeah. six blocks yeah 400
2: yeah. restaurants six blocks yeah, and you, your, you have
1: to drive like 30 miles to your destination probably now mm. you know yeah where, right I
2: do not know where you came from
1: before you got here oh uh, everywhere but probably far I <laughs> So, yeah, we, I didn't want to drive to Tiny's today. I was like, it's too far."
2: No, it's uh, my I don't blame you. My my first first five years in sales, it was uh, it was an average of about a thousand miles a week is what what well, I drove. Now it's a little bit less, but it's it's a little more concentrated. I know. But still, you you're still driving circles. Yeah.
1: I just think it's really cool because like us and us and, as the cooks and bartenders and hospitality people of the world, you know, like. It's neat to hear because we go home at Friday at you know it could be two a.m. I get home and I'm like, right. but I'm just processing the whole day and I'm like nervous about tomorrow. I'm gonna you know what am I doing? It's actually really cool to hear that like there are some reps out there that do that same thing. All that right, they're still worried on Friday about their customer like right. that's because that's all I think about. I'm like well, how am I gonna, this group's checking in tomorrow? I gotta make them happy. But you're not just punching. You're actually thinking about that. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, always cool. So and then then you know, what's what's interesting about that is. You always you try to make every restaurant feel like they're the most important at that moment. So your, your phone never stops ringing. So you turn your phone off. There's a few. Like, I can I can walk into Phil's and he'll look will me and go, who's calling this time? Because it <laughs> never it. fails. If I'm with Phil, the phone rings. Yep. It's usually the same person.
0: Yeah, when I first met him, it was, didn't matter what, if it was 11 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. His phone rang and like, I look over and I going? that's funny it's the same
2: person <laughs> how does she know yeah all the time but but you, you try to make everybody feel like they're the the main person because at that moment they are now the funny thing is is if anybody's really thought of when do all the trucks get there when do their deliveries happen so you open up three new accounts where do you slot them do you make the one customer mad that has had the same 10 o'clock truck forever yep because this person wants an attend? no you have to move that around. Now you're trying to juggle a truck. I mean, I talk to the truck driver more than I do my wife right now. I Honestly, it's I, I talk to him 5 o'clock in the morning. I mean, this is the, the other thing about the sales. When I say it's seven days a week, it is the, the driver and I talk 5 o'clock in the morning every every other Tuesday, but it's always Monday wednesday friday and then most of the time on thursday and then he works every other tuesday so on tuesdays he'll call me and give me a heads up on what's going on if there's anything that's odd for the day because i made it a point to know phil said it earlier he probably knows his driver more than he does me i mean more most of his sales people mm-hmm. true so if you have a connection with your driver then all of a sudden you have two salespeople, not just one so he can take a little bit of your load off you know when that customer doesn't call you until two o'clock when they got the nine o'clock truck. Yep. I probably already knew about it. I'm already fixing it before the customer even knew that it was a problem. Right on. Because he's already given that heads up. So it's it's a it's networking. Yep.
0: And I understand why they have to have it, but truck drivers back in the day they had no GPS or there was no sneaky camera, people can't watch them, whatever. Right. But the truck drivers are like, I don't know why they have you scheduled for, you know, stop five. When you're the first stop I walk in to come through town, and you're the busiest place we have, we should stop here first. So he would stop there first, dig through his load to get to my shit first. Then I'd call my rep and say, what the beep beep, why am I not the number one stop? Right. I'm the biggest one in town. Yeah, I'd flex my muscles once in a while. Did it work?
2: Most of the time, but you never know. I think we we worked on it about two years. Yep. And we rescheduled everything to make it, because the growth was happening so much for for that company that... uh, and because of the relationship-based, there was the island mm-hmm. and, and mainland. Yep. And we had to figure out how to, how to make that happen three days a week. And that was that was incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all about timing. So, I think it's funny when, to this day, we'll call a customer and say, is it possible tomorrow you can be there at 8 o'clock in the morning? Oh, no, we don't get there until 8.30. What they don't understand is that that driver either has to try to figure out how to move around their order to go twenty miles out of the way to deliver the next customer, right? Yeah. Or or set in the parking lot and wait a half hour. There's not extra. just one
1: truck for your restaurant,
2: right? So and and that's it, it is it is absolutely every day is a juggle. I start my morning, and it's funny. My wife always asks, "What's your day look like?" Every day she asks me this. Always has. I usually say I haven't planned until ten. After that, it's a shit show. Freestyle, <laughs> yeah, because it's it is it is the the cruise controls off. Because right. usually by then. You find out if there's a missing order. You find out if there's uh, a customer forgot something. That never happens, does it, Phil? Cannot deny or, or what's what's that deny or whatever?
0: Allegedly, we just yeah, allegedly. With, allegedly, allegedly. We never ever forgot anything. <laughs> we just yeah. go with allegedly. That's our
1: that's
2: yeah. our trademark right there. Wow,
0: allegedly, that's funny.
2: So anyway, so it's 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 fun. Right? Or you get the call that I mean it, the the fun ones is when you when eight o'clock in the morning you get somebody call and said um, I'm so sick of my bleep 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 rep. Can you come see me today? I get, I get a few of those every so often, yep. and, and then it's uh, now it's a whole juggle. And a good rep, people
0: talk. You know, right. the, we, when we go out to the bar, we're not just talking about our best fishing holes. We're talking about right. the reps of food, or I can't believe this rep just did that. And people, we talk. Right. And I know I've probably given Randy a few people like, hey, Randy, you should go and talk to this guy. Randy, you know, here's his number, here's his card, and hopefully they did. I don't know. Yeah, because you
1: could, well because you know what he's going to deliver. Yeah. You know, like you know, it's right. that networking. It's all networking. This whole business network. is built on networking. It is, yeah. But yeah, no, this is cool. Like, I appreciate you stopping by because we talk about cooking and bartending, and sometimes we just make stuff up thirty minutes into a <laughs> podcast. Um, but like, that's one thing that I always thought of: like, what is what goes into that life? You know, right? Like, I even joke sometimes as a bartender. I'm like, man, when I grow up, I'm just gonna be a rep because all I have to do is enter shit into a phone, right? And it's easy. But I like, I know it's not because I appreciate my good reps. So it was cool to get your perspective on this and what right. you, the passion that you have for the industry even on that side of the business right
2: uh, but you, you never i will tell you right now and and as you guys know I, I left sales for a while to go back to restaurant because of that that damn drug addict thing you know you, you, right. you just feel like you just need to get back in because you miss that adrenaline rush and after a while you're like um that was that was dumb <laughs> I, I, I think
0: i said that to you and you said i'm quitting this job like, to what i'm going back to my other job why Yeah, why? don't be, do that that's dumb you got out you stay out man
2: stay you, out why are you getting uh, back
1: on the titanic
2: <laughs> yeah yeah phil, phil was the one that said yeah i don't think it's a good idea and and it and it really wasn't a good idea but what's funny is now i i look so forward to demos it's like when somebody says hey can you do a demo of like the pizzas nope. do five pizzas and i did 13 <laughs> so i kind of went off off on a tangent on that one, but uh, but again, now I'm scheduled for another one, and yep. that's what drives me. So I can still be in the kitchen every so often. I'll I'll guest bartend somewhere because it's just I want to get back into get back in the restaurant, and see the customers, because you don't see the end users anymore and that's that's one thing you do miss is seeing the happy faces of the end user gotcha yeah so
0: that makes sense sense anyway yeah
2: well hey thanks guys do we have any
0: more questions i don't think so i mean this is probably the longest one we've had so far
1: yeah
0: where were we at and we we only had a few swear
1: words i only talked to you oh that's cool
0: that makes you you a good rep
1: you're a first guest
0: and your first guest we should get a ribbon for him or a shirt ribbon oh shirt. yeah The first mom mom joke First mom mom joke joke. (laughs)
1: That's our stick Bad mom
0: jokes I don't know we're just doing um, it.
1: No, we appreciate you stopping by. I know thank you, that, guys I know that was out of your way. You didn't come here to sell us anything. You just came to talk on our podcast. That's what we're doing. So much appreciated. Yeah.
0: Um, the credit
2: know. apps are coming next.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you I already my salesman, and I probably should tell you about something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a case of avocados. <laughs> <laughs> a case of avocados <laughs> <laughs> with avocados. tequila in them. Yeah, yeah. There we go. The, the frozen ones. Now, no, well, thank guess, you, please.
1: thank you, Randy. Like that was much appreciated. Yeah.
0: And I hope this helps a lot of people because I mean, sales reps there's good ones and bad ones, and the good ones that's what Randy does. He's a good one.
1: They work as hard as we work.
0: Yep. They probably work harder in a way because they're more hours, thinking more, running more. Their phone has to be on. I could turn mine off. I I, I leave mine and sitting on the counter half the time. You know. When I'm so, off,
1: when I'm off work, when my phone's on mute because I you can't call me when I'm closed at work, <laughs> you're right? But right. you just, you
2: have to be on
1: on point all the time.
2: So how many times did you guys hear my phone go off during this time? Uh, once. Once. Yeah. There was a few was a few that left. Star Wars sound that's it. I know
1: you walked in and you had that interesting phone call it was funny <laughs> was like, okay this the life of a rep it's a good intro to this I'm, I'm gonna my get my
2: ass kicked here for
0: a second <laughs> yep all right. All right. thanks guys thank you we'll talk to you later and that's it for this weekend for the podcast yes, cooking bartender cooking bartender. at the right. cooking bartender world headquarters we'll yeah. talk to you later thanks we're... for stopping in right yeah. nice to see you man sorry always a good pleasure all to right. see you thank you for really being thank coming. you bye bye right. Oh, uh-huh.